You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode up in Tulsa today. Um, big fitness episode today. Um, not really my my real not really my huge passion area of I'm not a huge fitness fan I think most people probably say that they don't like to work out but they do out of necessity um but have my co-host with me today Mr. Gan Diffie is a huge CrossFit fan and definitely going to help me with our guest today <laughs> which is you know uh second in the nation in women's fitness right second strongest woman in, in the 11th strongest woman in the world this fittest. is uh fittest okay yes. let's keep it at that um <laughs> Miss Brooke Wells, thank you so much for taking the time out. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited for this. Um, you know, I kind of recently got into more of a fitness journey myself, I guess, but I'm a golfer, so we don't really work out much. We kind of just eat a little bit better than I should, and I've lost a bit of weight. Gan, however, <laughs> likes to throw weight around and do CrossFit stuff. Um, so, you know, well, I'm sure we'll dive into the CrossFit stuff about that. But Tulsa, like, what, what's it like? You know, why Tulsa? Of all the places you could live anywhere in the world, right? Why Tulsa? Um, so I actually went to Jinx High School from 7th to 11th grade. So I lived here growing up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, after I graduated college from Mizzou, I knew that I didn't want to stay in Missouri. Um, I lived in St. Louis for about three months because my mom lived there. And um, I just lived there while I was training for the games. And then decided to move back here because it, I was just very familiar with the area. And I knew that um, I loved this gym, CrossFit T-Town. Um, I had trained here um, a lot of times just like over the years when I would come visit. And so I knew that it basically qualified for like a great gym, great like town to live in. And um, I have a lot of friends. Yeah. So. What do people think when you tell them that like, hey, I live in Tulsa? Uh, I get the question like why? Because I could live wherever I wanted to. Um, I can work out pretty much anywhere in the world. So why I chose Tulsa, Oklahoma is like a question I get all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, do I people think, give you like a weird reaction to why Oklahoma as well? Like, do, are they like, what's Oklahoma like? You know, mm -hmm. like not many people come here, right? It's not like your ideal travel destination. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people just think it's like fields and like, what's there <laughs> to do in Oklahoma? Um, but I don't know. I think I just found like a really good routine here. Um, so that's pretty much why. Yeah. And me and Gam, and we were talking before we started recording, obviously the No Bull uh, short film has just gone out. You know, uh, this who is, uh, this, that's who I've always been. Mm -hmm. um, that's a really cool short movie. Yeah, it turned out phenomenal. I was super impressed myself. It came out really well. And I, I want to ask you, right? You know that scene right at the top of the mountain where you all kind of walk together and you're standing there staring at each other really, really serious? How many takes did that okay. take? Because, like, for me, look, I'm like, if that's three of my friends up there, right, that I compete against, we would not be able to hold a straight face. No, we weren't. And it was very frustrating, actually, because I don't know if you could tell, but it was about, like, 32 degrees. And so it was freezing cold, and we could not keep it together. So it took way too many takes to count, but... Somehow well, you're at the top it. of an Austrian mountain, right? Yeah. That's basically where it that was That was an insane trip, so... Um, we actually like, so we couldn't have like Ubers or like taxis or anything take us up there. Like the host family had to come drive like 40 minutes to come get us at the bottom of the hill. And so we drove 40 minutes with them and then parked and we had to do like a 30 minute hike up 
So like cars, we were so high, cars couldn't even go up there. Yeah, it was a really cool experience. Like, wow. I'm sure. Yeah. And, wow. and and you know, me and Gan on the way up here were talking like, you travel all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like a lot. And I'm sure that's a great thing from it as well. Like, but also there's a downside to it. Because, yeah, for sure. You know, we were talking like, when I travel, my diet goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's instantly as soon as you get to an airport. Where's the nearest double cheeseburger? You know, like, yeah. you know, how? First of all, what, what, what's it been like for you to travel the world and have this experience um, t- uh, and work doing this? Yeah, I love traveling. Like, I love being in different places. But like, the plane part is rough. I really don't like long plane rides. Um, and then like, of course, the diet is super hard. And like, going to like London and Paris and like other places like I remember being in Mexico and I couldn't even really order because I can't speak Spanish so like I don't know there's really a, like challenging side to it but it, it's like I, I love that part of yeah. doing what I do is there any place that stands out that like you just kind of it was just like the best place you've ever been to oh definitely Austria was for sure really? yeah that was uh, the coolest place I've ever been did yeah. you ski when you were there no no we did go to this place I forgot what it was called but um it was like a five-star hotel resort and it was like the coolest like pools and hot tubs and like spa place it's pretty cool in the mountains yeah and I, like i said we were just saying about dieting when you travel um what what is kind of obviously it's very hard when you travel especially when you go to a country that you don't know what mm-hmm. the menu is right and especially if you go to europe every single country you go to is a yeah. different language um is it something that kind of like it's predetermined once you get there you kind of know what you especially if you're competing you know what you're going to be eating yeah so i think there's like a time and place to enjoy stuff so i do indulge like a lot of the time i when i'm traveling i want to like enjoy other people's culture and like really try to get the full experience while i'm there but um I follow macros and so I just try to like like stick to what I know I've been doing this for like three and a half years like following Mm -hmm. the same diet and so I pretty much know what I'm supposed to be eating and um I just like the first thing I do when I get somewhere is try to go to the grocery store and like get food on hand so that I don't have to eat out every place or every time that I want to eat and so I try to like order very healthy for like 80% of the time that I'm there. And I'm sure like it helps now that you have like a team around you. And if you have a group of you that have gone, you all kind of go together. Yeah. If you're, yeah, that's a good thing is like when I'm traveling places, I'm normally with other CrossFitters. So we pretty much all have the same plan of like trying to stick pretty strict when we can, but also like having a good time. Yeah. And I had a, you know, when we put out that, that (coughs) thing on Instagram to ask for some, you know, questions, one of the questions came from, uh, a guy named Matt Howard asking about diet and what is kind of like your, I guess, pre-workout diet, not just like, you know, having the pre-workout supplement, but what is it like, you know, because I've listened to podcasts in the past of yours and you said that you have a really cool morning ritual that you go through and get yeah. ready for the gym and what's kind of, take us through your typical gym morning. Is it the same as competition days, the same morning? Um, no, so it's not like the same as competition days because like on a normal training day, I would start out typically with like an aerobic session. And so I would eat like a lighter meal. Like I normally just have like um, a serving of um, oatmeal and then I'll do that training session and then eat like a big breakfast and then get ready for like my gym session and then go through like my gym session and then eat lunch. And then sometimes I'll have like a swim or something that I'll do in the afternoon. Um, but it's more of just like like a lighter meal right before training and then like a big meal afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So is the meal afterwards like a 
eat what I want kind of thing no, or no, no, no. it's, it's like, like structured <laughs> like this is based on recovery and I have to eat these certain things yeah well, my favorite food actually is oatmeal so I have it like a lot of times of the day and so um like I'll have oatmeal for like a before my like aerobic session and then normally I make like a big omelet with like a lot of vegetables in it um with oatmeal. Do you make your own oatmeal or do you do like the serve it pat this oh, I make my own. I just get like okay. oats, yeah. Okay. And what like what what what's your favorite thing to have in your oatmeal? Do you put like protein powder yeah, in Yeah, in the morning or? I like to do protein powder just okay. cuz it like I'll do like chocolate and it tastes like chocolate oatmeal and it's really good. Kind of cheats the brain a little bit, right? Yeah, it tastes like dessert honestly. Like if I'm going to if I want like some kind of dessert but I don't want to eat bad, I'll just make like Oatmeal. Yeah. Do you have a cheat meal or like a favorite cheat meal? Um, yeah, I love like skillet cookies with ice cream. That's probably my favorite. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where do you usually get those from? Like just kind of anywhere? Like Yeah, anywhere that has them. I haven't had one in a while actually, but. What's well, kind of, you That's said like, you said day off today, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I had good <laughs> It's not like full that. day like, off. Day. Right? <laughs> See, that's my non-fitness side coming at me. I'm like, oh, it's day off. I can literally do what I want. <laughs> I'm more the opposite. I would rather eat like bad after I trained really hard because I think that I like deserved it more than just having like a rest day. That's, that makes sense. And <laughs> I like from some of the research, one of the quotes that came out, and it might have been the No Bullet video. It might not have been. It might have been one of the CompuTrain ones that they did of you. But the quote came out was like, my favorite part of a workout was when my lungs are on fire. Yeah, that was from the Noble film. And like, I, I heard that and I'm like, okay, <laughs> today I have to run six miles for my training that I'm doing. I, it's super low volume, super chilled. I'm never going to get to a space where my lungs are on fire. Yeah. I don't think I've ever got to a space where my lungs are on fire. Again, do you have any experience I mean, experience I'm still trying to get Mike to drop in to yeah, a workout. I'm, like, I'm just really to do trying. A CrossFit workout Let's because think, like, they will. <laughs> CrossFit really scares me. I don't know why. It just I mean, does. I will. Th- I'll be in the corner and I will throw up. Right. Yeah. Like that's gonna happen. But like my insecurity <laughs> comes out, and I'm sure this comes out a lot with people who go to the gym. They just they're insecure about you know, and especially at the time you'd ask, I was 15 pounds heavier, and I, right, I play golf. Right. We walk all the time. We don't even walk now. We ride golf carts. Um, but maybe I need to try it. I yeah, know. I think a lot of people always think that they need to be like in shape to start CrossFit, but yeah. that's not the case at all. Like anyone can start, you can always scale and it's going to be a good workout no matter what. That's the cool thing is like, it's going to be as hard as you make it. Yeah. Right. Which that scares me too. Cause I'm like, mm, do I, I don't want to waste my time and waste somebody else's time by inviting, you know, it's like if Gan invited me and I'd be like, oh, I didn't really go at it. Cause I just scared I don't know that's not his fault I know it it is exactly but I'm like (laughs) I'm a guy saying this and I know a lot of females feel the same way and girls feel the same way especially now that kind of I'm especially back in the day probably now that fitness is coming in more popular and there's more women in the gym and there's more women throwing weight around in the gym rather than just doing cardio or whatever it is Mm -hmm. but I'm sure like I think in the video as well you mentioned that you know because of you, your mom started going to the gym, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, she had the same experience she would drive to the gym and just sit there. Yeah. I'm like, I've had that as a guy. Like, you know, like I can't imagine how it feels with, you know, females, the body image, whatever it is. Like, everyone is insecure in a certain way, but I think it's harder on a woman than it is a yeah. man, right? Um, and that kind of struck me as something that, like, that's something that comes across with yourself is, like, you are not just you know, and you're not just an Instagram girl, right? Mm-hmm. You are someone who's worked your entire life since you were 16 or pre- previous to that doing gymnastics and, and track to be where you are today. You're not just like, oh, I'm a chick who posts pictures of my backside in, you know, in the mirror on Instagram to gain my following, right? Yeah, like, that's I think not that's just like goal. a big part of the film was just showing that like we, 
we aren't like just someone that has a bunch of followers. It's like, we work hard to be good at CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Like I don't work hard to have Instagram followers. Like it's just a reflection of our hard work and CrossFit is like, hopefully our followers are just people that we can inspire. And like, we really appreciate people supporting our journey. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of one of the best feelings you get? Um, from a fan or a DM or, you know, someone shouting at you or seeing you is like, you really inspire me, especially if it comes from someone who's younger and female as well. Yeah. I think that's like one of the main reasons that I do this is just so I can have like a positive impact on other people, especially like young girls looking up to us. And it's a really cool feeling. Yeah. One of the questions that was submitted from Instagram was, um, and I apologize if I get this lady's name wrong. It was kind of two questions were similar. So I'll give them both a shout out. Uh, it was Harley Kanthak and uh, at Deck JM said, um, one of them said advice for a young woman getting into CrossFit, but the other one was, I'm a 14 year old and I hope to make the games this year. Do you have any advice? I'm assuming that she's clearly very good at doing it already if she's wanting to make the games, which will be next year, right? Um, yeah, in August. So, yeah, like what advice would you give to someone who's I guess, young, that hasn't started yet, that wants to, 12, 13. And then obviously for Harley, she's 14. What kind of advice would you give to her getting ready, what, eight, nine, 10 months ready for the games? Yeah, I mean, like, I would just say, like, make sure that you're going in the gym and, like, working as hard as you can every single day. Like, some days you're not going to want to go in, but, like, give the best that you have for that day. And then, like... It sounds like you're not doing, like, you just need to not worry about other people and do the best that you can do. Um, I think that's the most important thing is just not worrying about other people, like, competing against you or what people have to think about you always wanting to be, like, disciplined. And, I mean, like, going to college and, like, I started to go to the games when I was in college and my friends thought I was crazy, like, for training as hard as I did, for, like, saying no to all, like, a lot of fun stuff and, like, um just like always eating healthy and like people might think that it's like strange, but it will all pay off in the end if you be disciplined and like, um, just make your goals your priority. Right. Cause you haven't lived, like I said, you haven't, didn't you sacrifice the college lifestyle of having a beer on a night or wine Mm -hmm. or what, you know, whatever it is with the girls and just going to hang out. And even if it's just what, you know, putting your PJs on watching four movies and drinking a couple of bottles of wine, like, I'm sure you did that, but you didn't drink at the time. You yeah, know? I had to say no to a lot of things. I'm like, I'll go hang out, but like, I'm not going to drink or like, um, I have to go home at like 10 o'clock so I can get in bed. Um, there were a lot <clears> of sac- <throat> sacrifices, but it's like so worth it. It's in clearly the end. worth it now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, how, how long have you been out of university for? Um, I graduated like May of 2017. Okay, so you've been out long enough that like, you I'm sure when you first got out of university like what do I do with all this time that I have right wait I think it was 2018 actually (laughs) yeah but (laughs) But yeah I've been out for like a year and a half yeah it's been insane like I just don't even remember or like I just can't even fathom how hard it was like doing both at the same time now Mm -hmm. that I don't have to balance it anymore um it's just like a lot better not having to worry about school it's like the perfect thing to get you ready and to I mean, time management is awesome, isn't it? Like, if you kind of force yeah. yourself to do it, you know, and you have all this time in the day now that you don't go to school, you're like, well, now look at all the other things that I can do. Yeah, you know? I just remember, like, I would get a session done before classes, and then, like, my rest time, like, what I do now is I go home and make a 
like big breakfast and like relax and stuff. Like I would be in class. Like that would be my rest time. Yeah. So it's like, I wasn't even really resting in class because my mind was still like super busy, but now I can just like breathe and relax and really like train hard and recover hard. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think kind of going to school kind of held you back with the training sometimes? I don't think it held me back. I think that it just made me like more disciplined and that's where I learned like time management. I mean, I definitely like could have used extra time to mm-hmm. like recover and stuff, but I think that it really like taught me such a good lesson that I wouldn't have like taken it back. Yeah. You still kind of had the same tenacity of the workouts when you're in college to what you have now. Yeah. I still like got in all my training. I was, I was definitely like more tired and I sleep more and better now, but it was still just like such a good learning experience. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, uh, and I'm sure like interviews you've done in the past have said like everyone, even your dad was like, Mm -hmm. don't even go to school. Like this is something that like, you know, we need to capitalize on this whole thing. Yeah. I think they were just like, this doesn't last forever, but there will always be school. But like, I knew that if I, if I quit, like I wouldn't want to go back. And like, it just, it was honestly never a question for me. I knew that I wanted to do both. Yeah. Yeah. And now I guess you got to hang out and live that kind of like college lifestyle sometimes with like being able to travel to, you know, football games or around the world, like Mm -hmm. it's clearly worth what you've sacrificed. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I'm sure people gave you so much crap for not doing that, right? I think every every super athlete and super successful athlete athlete has been through that entire process. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think if you are an athlete, then you understand like it's so worth it in the end. Yeah. So let's go back a little bit. So I want to go back to... um, and the internet's great. It gives you so much information, which is some more, some information is probably not great, but whatever. The internet's awesome. And for the research that we've done for this, uh, you know, you kind of, mum and dad kind of, dad said gymnastics, right? Let's, you you want to do gymnastics, yeah. but it was more of like, I want you to do gymnastics, not like we want it. Was that right? Yeah. I think like my sister and I kind of, we loved it when we first started, but mm-hmm. as we grew older, it was kind of like the only thing that we could do. I remember like on Halloween, we had practice one time that just literally made me and my sister furious to the point where like, (laughs) this is ridiculous. Like we need to have some kind of a life. Yeah. And so, um, there were like probably for like a year or two, we did it just to make our parents happy. Like we knew that they wanted us to do it. And then eventually we had just had enough. Yeah. mm -hmm. So what kind of led to, what was that kind of you having enough led to doing track after that? Yeah. We just like, we knew that we always wanted to be athletic and like, Uh that was kind of like one of my dad's biggest like things is we had to be doing some kind of athletic sport. And, um, it was ninth grade when we quit gymnastics and there were other sports that we like talked about wanting to do, but track was kind of like the easiest to just jump right into. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people like started their sport in like seventh grade. So we felt like we were a little bit behind for like quitting in ninth grade and trying to like restart something new. So that's initially why we like started track is because we could like just hop right yeah. into it. And like those people who understand track and no track, you dropped, you, you jumped into like the hardest thing you could do at track, which is running the 400. Yeah. So <laughs> like it's not the easiest thing. You're like, oh, I might just run a <laughs> yeah. sprint or if I'm a distance runner, like, no, I want to do the 400. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think like that's one thing that my sister and I are like really good at is like mentally tough things. And I think that's from being so competitive. And so, I mean, it, Anything that was like mentally the toughest, we knew that we could get through. Yeah. yeah. And obviously like you have a twin sister. That's, I mean, you don't even have to have competition like shown to you or like pushed in front of you as a kid. 
it's naturally between there. Right? You grow up naturally being competitive, cause yeah. especially if you both do athletics. And Gan knows this too. Gan's one of six boys, yeah. the yeah, oldest. You know, he has you know, five younger brothers who are always trying to... Outdo each other one way or another. Yeah. Just, just never... I feel like that's on a whole nother level. <laughs> it's never a dull moment. It's just yeah. what I tell people. I mean, if we're hunting or if we're working out, playing sports, whatever yeah. it is, it's like, I'm going to do it better. <laughs> that's exactly how yeah. my sister and I are. Is there anything that kind of like... Any stories that like, I mean, not bad stories, but you and your sister were like super competitive to the point where like one of you either had to pass out or get injured before like you would quit. Is there anything that, because <laughs> I definitely know that stuff that's happened to you, yeah. right? Yeah. You know. I mean, not really to that extent. I do know when we like both first started across it, it was like, we weren't even, I mean, we were jealous of like whoever won the workout, but we were more jealous that they got more work done. And okay. so like we would try to like sneak in some extra reps to like make sure that we did the like even amount of work so that she like, even though she beat me, she's not getting that much better than me. Like no one's I, outworking me now. Yeah, exactly. Like you're outworking me. So. <laughs> so that happened a few times. Um, I know even in track, like we both were in the 400 to start and then. So Sydney was actually faster than me at the 400. So I was like, okay, you can have the 400. I'm going to go do 300 hurdles. <laughs> so I ended up doing 300 hurdles because we just like, I couldn't stand to lose to her in the 400. <laughs> and I, I guess that was probably a good thing, right? It's like, you kind of like, there's so many sports in athletics and, and sport in general that you can be like, okay, like I'll give you this one, but yeah. I'm going to crush you at this one. Yeah. The cool thing is we used to like, I mean, we still are super competitive and everything, but like in college, she... Um, took a track scholarship and so she did track and I did cross and it was kind of cool to like just pursue her own thing and like not have to compete against each other anymore yeah. um, and just really support each other finally <laughs> right because yeah. you can kind of be like and I'm sure you get the same thing too Gan with like brothers who go into yeah. different sports yeah. you're like oh I, I kind of feel better cheering for you to beat especially being family rather than I hope you fall over on this last hurdle because I want to beat you. <laughs> right. But there's a really cool clip in, in the Noble video of getting on, you guys getting onto the podium. And this yeah. is a gymnastics, right? And they're like, Brooke yeah. Wells in second yeah. and so Sydney Wells in thing. first. And I'm like, oh, that must have felt awful. I Especially know. as like a little kid too. <laughs> <laughs> the coolest thing about that film is like we hadn't even seen it when we were at the premiere. No so that way. was the first time we saw it. And so all those like clips of me as a child, yeah. like, they were on like little videotapes and we like couldn't get them to work like ourselves. We're like, here, you can have these. We don't know what's on them. So yeah. like have at it, but we don't even know if there's anything you can use on there. And so like seeing the video and all those little like childhood videos was like so cool. Yeah. Was like mom, dad and your sister at the, at the event mm -hmm. too? We were all there all first time to see it. And so it was, it was, really was there cool like experience. tears and like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I actually, it was like, I was trying to hold back tears so hard. Cause we had to like go up on stage afterwards and do like a little interview afterwards. But I was like pleasantly surprised that Tia and Katrin were also crying. So I was like, okay, yeah, good. We're all in this together. Uh, it is a super, super emotional video. And I know only it's like, what, roughly six minutes of each of you mm -hmm. story on each of you, but still like, it's a super awesome movie. It's done very well. Um, for everyone listening and, and watching, you know, you can go, I think it, and the name of it's, um, you know, this is always, always, that's always, always been, right? Always yeah. Been, always been. Um, and just kind of see that video 20 minutes long, whatever it is, like it's, it is really cool. Yeah. It's amazing. I think uh, they like just captured each of our lives like so well. And that was, it was really special to me because I've never had my family like involved in like CrossFit videos or anything. And like, they're a huge part of who I am, but they're never like 
you never see that in the right, video. Right. So this is just really cool to have them part of that. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm sure like with sponsors now and you're always doing videos, especially with the no bull stuff, like, you know, the coffee shop was kind of cool. You guys oh, yeah, had that. that, was that super came fun. And I had friends texting me were like, you know, <laughs> Brooks just opened a coffee shop. We have to go. It was a hit. Um, yeah, was no, like, I, I still know. get questions about it today. <laughs> Where is the coffee shop? So it's funny, actually, when we were in New York for the... Um, film we went to that coffee shop so we like i rent or the like noble rented yeah. out this coffee shop and we went and visited it it was really funny rebranded the whole thing yeah that yeah. was a really cool experience i hope we do like a follow-up but too many people are gonna think it's real again <laughs> that's hilarious well like you have a you have like a track record of like setting people off doing little things like that right with like you and alex did that thing everyone's oh, like losing alec, their mind yeah, alec. yeah everyone's that losing was really mind over funny that. yeah like, I'm sure it seems a l it's a lot of fun to play with stuff like that, right? Yeah, we have fun because it's just like people will believe whatever. Like, actually, the whole thing that started with Alec was um, people just automatically assumed that we were dating. And, like, people would message him, be like, you and Brooke should date. And then people would message me about it. And so we were like, okay, let's just make this a thing. Like, let's make people think that. And so it went – it was like – it probably lasted like a week, but it was just great. It shows you like the real power of the internet, right? When yeah. you do something like that, everyone's like, oh my gosh, they're getting married. Like <laughs> yeah. someone's planned your wedding already, you know? Yeah, it's uh, pretty easy for people to believe stuff like that. That's so awesome. It seems like, uh, you know, the CrossFit community in Cannes, you can definitely speak to this because I know from, from the outside looking in, it seems like, you know, any other sport, like you're kind of at each other's throats, you want to beat each other, which you do in CrossFit, but at the same time, it seems like a huge family. Yeah, I think that's the coolest part. Like people do always ask me like, so which athletes are like super mean and like you don't like? And I'm literally like, honestly, no one. Like we all get along. There's no one's mean to each other. Um, it's just a really awesome community. Like um, great friends with Tia and Katrin, like love hanging out with them, but we know like when to turn it on and like, mm -hmm. it's like, we don't get offended. I mean, we all are there to win. And yeah. so, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's funny though, to like watch us like all talk, like, um, when we're like not warming up for something, but then like the second we get in corrals, it's like, these people aren't your friends anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. like game zone. Yeah. Got my blink is on. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm doing my thing now. Yeah. Yeah. Was it was it kind of like that, especially growing up with your sister as well? Was it like, hey, we're best friends, and but now I want to crush you? Yeah, it definitely was. I think like being sisters, we would like hold a grudge like even longer. Like <laughs> if one of us beat each other, we were pretty. Much, I remember one time at a track meet. We were in lanes next to each other, and I accidentally false started, which made her accidentally false start, and like. Oh. I had to like run from her because I knew she was so <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> oh no! But, yeah, I can see why she would have been really, really pissed. Yeah, at but that. I'm like, dude, it's not my fault. You first full started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you guys? I mean, now that I know, obviously, you know, you, your sister's working somewhere. You know, you don't see her all the time, but. Do you guys still find time to like, do you tumble with her? You know, like, do you find time to do gymnastics anymore? Do you kind of hang out? Yeah, like in, in your, I don't know whether you have an off season, right? Yeah. But like, especially with the new change now to things, kind of, you know, what is like friendly competition now with your sister? Yeah, we don't like tumble just because like, like it was really cool to go for that film and like get in the gym a little bit. But I'm just like, I won't do anything that I'll likely get hurt doing yeah. so we don't do that um the cool thing is is my sister actually just started like dabbling in crossfit again i mean she's always done it but i like have seen her competitive side come out um during the open this year she did like really well in the first mm -hmm. workout and so it kind of like made her like super motivated to do really well and so it's been cool to like do crossfit workouts with her and stuff i mean like it's like i typically win but like it's yeah. just 
it's fun to do it with her. And yeah. Gan was talking about like you know the the twenty point one and the workouts, the five workouts you guys did this year, mm-hmm. and he was comparing his times to like and his stuff to your stuff when we were on the yeah, way up here. So, and he's gonna kill I me mean, for this because he's like, don't bring this up. I'm like, listen, just to put this in like perspective for you, it's just like her numbers are just like probably just better than mine. Like definitely <laughs> like your endurance and cardio, obviously like you know you're gonna beat me at you know for time. But just even like, you know, like, have you had any like PRs lately or anything that you're super proud of? Honestly, I haven't really had any like PRs in strength numbers just because like 2015, I was like really freaking strong, but I kind of like focused, like, like my coach would say I was like 5% too strong. And so what I tried to do was like come down like a little bit and like increase my endurance, if that makes sense. Right. So, um, I've definitely had like a lot of like faster mild times and stuff like that, but not like specifically strength. So you're just faster and you're, you've got more endurance right now. Yeah. So you're quicker essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I think I like PR in my deadlift like probably a year ago, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, um, you talked about earlier. Um, so today's your rest day. Yes. So what does like a typical recovery day look like for Brooke? Um, on Thursdays, I do like some kind of active recovery. Like today I went swimming and then I just sat in the sauna. Um, and then after this, I'm going to the chiropractor and I'll get some body work done, do cryotherapy um, at this place called Recover. It's super cool. They have like everything there in one spot. So I yeah. normally like spend two to three hours there on rest days, especially like during the open. Um, right. So yeah, it's just a lot of like, um, low intensity, like longer activities and getting recovery in a lot of blood flow, mm-hmm. lot, you know, right. Yeah. But then on Sunday I take like complete rest. Like I actually, a lot of times don't even leave my house. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you get like those days in too. It's like, yeah. I mean, those are important. That's awesome. Yeah. So what would you say, um, is like more strict for you right now earlier we were talking about diet and macros and kind of how you you know um uh you know track all that Mm -hmm. would you say like your sleep and recovery is more important or like your nutrition and diet is more like strictly regulated by you I mean honestly I wouldn't say that anything is like more important than the other I think that they are all super important um I've really prioritized like like being out of school I've been much better about sleep and recovery just because I have more time to do it. Um, I mean like during the open, I'm not kidding. I was going to recover to cryo and sauna every single day because it also like boosts your immune system. And I was like, didn't want to get sick. So, um, like those things are super important. And then nutrition is something that you can like always control pretty much unless you're like traveling, it's more difficult. But, um, like no matter if you have time or not, you can like do grab something on the go that mm-hmm. works with your macros or whatever. Right. Very nice. Cause yeah, you say you're the, the sleep queen. Yeah. So, I, am. I sleep yeah. all the time. Yeah. So I mean, I mean like awesome. 10 hours is like my minimum. I mean, for like the volume <laughs> I dream of, work. of sleeping 10 hours. <laughs> yes. I know. Yeah. I mean, for the volume of work that you're putting out yeah. though, like weekly, like that's so important though. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, um, like we can track all of these things now. Technology's kind of made it real easy to track sleep, to track, you know, steps and nutrition and just like calories burned yeah. and all the stuff that we're doing, uh, within fitness. What would you say has been like the single 
one thing that's like made you train smarter? Like trackable. Um, so I wear a whoop. And so it kind of like tells me like my day strain, calorie burn, sleep, all of that. Right. And it'll like tell me in the morning my percent that I'm recovered. And so like I definitely think that's important and I like consider it. But also like no matter if I like wake up with a 30% or 98%, like I'm still going to have to do all my training that day. I just yeah. kind of like know in my head, like, okay, well I'll get all my training done. But instead of like going and hanging out with my friend, I'm going to go home and go to sleep and take a nap or like go get more recovery done. So just stuff like that. And like, I think the most important thing for me to track, well, I guess not me cause I'm really good at sleeping already, but I love to see my sleep. <laughs> just to make sure right. that I'm like, cause it tells you like deep sleep and stuff. So it tells you like how long and your deep sleep. And so it's just like, it's like you want to know, know that. Yeah. I right. need to know, like, like I'll wake up or like, I'll do something different, like eat something different and then go to bed. And like, you can actually like tell, I've noticed that if I eat like sugar wow. before bed, it really affects my sleep. So yeah. just like little things like that. I mean, I've had mine for like three years, so it's taken a few years to like figure out exactly what leads to other things, but it's, that's super yeah. i mean it's Very amazing cool. now the technology that we have and like yeah. you know like i me and gan obviously we kind of work gan does crossfit i kind of been working out a little bit more recently and i just did uh andy frazella's 75 day hard challenge mm -hmm. lost like 20 pounds but i noticed for those 75 days i dieted the entire time and i noticed like i took you know i got sick and then took two weeks off because of like i was sick for a week and then it was thanksgiving i'm like yeah. i'm gonna eat everything i want and I felt so bad. Yeah. You know, like, I so don't, I you don't notice do that, that until you feel bad, right? You yeah. Feel, you know, when, you, when you're working out, you're like, oh, it's normal. I feel normal. Mm -hmm. like, it's every day. But then when you feel bad, you realize how good you felt. Yeah, I totally agree. I used to be the same way. Like on, I would use any excuse like Thanksgiving or Christmas to just like totally blow the whole day and like eat whatever I wanted all day. And like, I felt horrible for not just like that day or the next day, but for like a full week, oh, just yeah. trying to get back to myself. And so I've just kind of like learned, like I still like eat whatever I like, not whatever I want, I guess, because I like kind of just yeah. like limit the portions, but like I'll still indulge in like the desserts or whatever that I want. I just don't eat it like for three meals in a row. And I guess that's know? where the macros thing comes in as well, right? It's because, I mean, my wife's been doing this as well. She's like, I get to eat kind of what I want, but mm -hmm. I just don't eat as much of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's taught me a lot of things just doing macros. I don't count my macros like on Thanksgiving or Christmas uh -huh. or whatever, but I just kind of like, I don't like just stuff myself. I just kind of like eat a yeah. little bit and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, um, what I've noticed from like my two weeks, like it's really hard to get back into doing like going to the gym and eating good food. Cause mm -hmm. you're like, once you get that sugar high, you get addicted to sugar and you're like, Oh, I want a cookie. I want some ice cream. And like, yeah, you know. I've noticed that like my sweet tooth becomes like very more occasional during like the holidays and stuff. So that's when you gotta just like find something like dessert oatmeal that'll like cure it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna have to start doing that. Definitely. Protein yeah, tastes yeah, amazing. Definitely. Um, so, talking about you know some of the Gans come up with some amazing questions. Um, I'm gonna steal one. Um, what's the hardest workout you've ever done? Hmm. I know. Oh, it was definitely at the games. Um, it was a 7K ranch run, and. It was just so horrible. It was a like you would go up a hill and think you were done. And you have to take take like a right turn and like it was oh. just another hill. Like <laughs> so, and like we were on so our hands like and knees, like crawling up these hills because yeah. it, oh my gosh, it was horrible. So that was like the seven k trail run to the deadlift. Ladder. Yeah, wow. it was really bad. Wow. I think it took like a second to last. 
Easier than the marathon row. Oh gosh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I we spoke about that on the way up. We spoke about that on the way up here. Okay, he was those like, what two. did they do? Yeah. There really is like one like horrible workout at the games every year. Marathon yeah. row and um, that ranch run were probably like the worst two that I've ever done. Yeah. So, but, um, well, this year the open was in October. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, what other changes would you really want to see in CrossFit? Like, in the near future, maybe like five years down the road, or, you know, is there anything yeah. in like particular that you could think of? I mean, I don't really know that all the changes were super necessary. Um, I did. I didn't really like the idea of having that open on October originally because I don't really like that it shortened our off season Mm -hmm. just because like, I mean, we work and train so hard that we need time for our body, like to recover and our mind mentally to recover just because it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Um, but then like actually qualifying, I mean, it's unofficial right now, but if I've qualified, um, for the games by November, then I have like nine months to kind of like not stress about qualifying in August. So it's kind of nice and like I get to enjoy the holidays more because I'm not training for the open in February. Um, But I still don't really have much of an off season because we are starting to get ready for like sanctionals and just like preparing for the games already. Yeah. Um, But I mean, one thing that I hope that they consider is like the cuts this year. I don't think that those were very necessary either. Yeah, Um, there were a bunch of changes. I mean, it was quite different than years past. Yeah, I think they should like stop at like the top 20 or not make cuts so early. Like maybe make cuts at like the end of the day instead of after each event. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it's, and I don't want to say too much, but it's just like, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's yeah. you different. know, yeah. Like one workout could favor a different athlete Yeah. and you're talking about like half the field getting cut from yeah. one workout where it's like, wait, this guy could have done well on day two or three. Mm-hmm. Right. So well, like in know. my case, I was in the top 10 every single, wor- I mean, not the first workout, but like the first workout that I fell outside of the top 10 was like when I got cut. So it was like, I was literally in the top 10 the entire weekend. And then like, it didn't even have a chance to try to come back from it. Or so if they would have given me till like the end of Saturday, I might've been able to come back, but yeah. So hopefully we'll just like change that up a little bit, but (laughs) gotcha. Well, it's like, go ahead again. Well, I was going to ask her like what, um, so like when you are competing, like what's kind of like a pre-competition routine that you have is there a certain type of like music that you just like to get hyped up on or like what are you trying to do to get your mind right <laughs> to compete um i have the tiger is playing in the background all the <laughs> yeah, time yeah i definitely <laughs> i'm not really sure exactly like what songs i play it's kind of just whatever i'm into at the moment but i definitely just like i like to put my headphones on so that i don't have to like talk to anyone or mm-hmm. think that where people think that they can talk to me mm-hmm. um so yeah, I just like put my headphones on. I mean, I'm just like super focused. I, like when I come into the gym, I'll like say hi to everyone and like just chat for probably like five to 10 minutes before I get started. Right. But um, like even on days at the open, it's like I come in and I don't even want to say hi to anyone. I just want to like get my head down and like focus on what I need to get do. Focus, yeah, focus, get ready to go. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Has there been times where like that's happened and something has just kind of happened out of the blue? Like you might have, I don't know, some, you might have actually heard someone say something or just like, I don't know, anything that kind of just has happened to you that may have put you out of your routine that's a bit of a shock 
and then I guess was there anything that's ever happened like that and then you've kind of had to recover and be like oh now I have to get my head in the game is there anything that's happened um honestly not really I just kind of like focus on what I can control and like if someone were to say something like I mean like people do try to talk to me sometimes when I'm trying to be focused and I'll just like politely say like hey good to see you but like I'm about to I need to focus right now yeah you're an autopilot yeah yeah Yeah, thinking because when me and Gan were talking like and and this might I don't know this might happen might not but like when you have to wait longer than you're supposed to be waiting you know like oh, we, okay. we play golf yeah. right so like if someone you know if you're waiting forever you've got to wait an extra five minutes to hit a golf shot very rarely that golf shot is going to be as good as it should have been yeah yeah I totally know what you mean and that's kind of stuff happens to us all the time especially at the games yeah so we'll warm up and then have to like stand in the corrals for like 10 to 15 minutes and like it sucks for sure right. but like the thing that you have to think about is like okay, well, I have to stay in here, but so do all my other competitors. Uh We're all in the same boat, and so it's fair across the field so that you can't really complain about it too much. And, like, during that time, are you just kind of, like, singing in your head to what's in the music, or are you kind of thinking about the workout that you have to do? Yeah, honestly, like, times like that, it's really hard to, like, not be stressed out. Like, I feel like I get more anxious as, like, the minutes go by, and so I just try to, like breathe and like sometimes I'll like jump a little bit in place to make sure my heart rate's still up and I don't get tired and do like some squats and stuff so yeah that makes sense I might start doing that when I play golf (laughs) (laughs) so I'll just be in squatting in the middle of the fairway yeah (laughs) brilliant do you like do you have a favorite training partner do do training partners help you or do you really just like to just like just yeah training partners are huge um my friend taylor beck actually she comes and like does all my programming she is a trooper because like even during games training like she would not miss a session oh cool so it's really cool to have someone with you like it doesn't even matter if they're like exactly your level it's not about like them trying to beat you or like give me a push at times it's more of like just having the company and like not having to be by yourself all the time and then, like, this year, um, Zach Button, he qualified for the games. I mean, last year he did. And um, it was really cool to have someone, that like, training for the games because as much as, like, Taylor was awesome, she's not, like, training for the games. Sure. So, like, it was just – it was great to have both of them this year. Wow. Yeah. So that just helps, like, that, with the anxiety of competing maybe a little bit. Yeah. Do you get any of that at all? Like, oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, no matter mental, what. Co- like – demand it would like take Mm -hmm. on I can't imagine but yeah I've definitely like I've since I have been in the games like five times it's like slowly like I'm getting more like familiar with the feeling I guess because it's still there I just kind of know how to manage it right so I'm like I'm still so nervous all the time but like the thing that helps me the most is just kind of like think about um like not worrying about what other people think when you're like doing your workout. Cause if like a bad movement comes up and like, I'm like nervous. So like the crowd's going to see me not do well on something. You just have to think about like, it doesn't matter. Like just do the best that you can do. Right. So you clearly have like a favorite and least favorite movement that you like to do. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, I have, like, my strengths and my weaknesses for sure. Is there one that, like, you would happily not not do for the rest of your life? If you could? Yeah, I mean, I just don't really care for, like, muscle-ups or, okay. yeah, like, pegboards, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, they're just not my favorite. Gan, how's your muscle-up and pegboards? Oh, well, I, it depends on, like, He's about to flip it. Yeah, he, yeah. He's like, I think I can be broke but at I this. Let's go. I could do away go. with the assault <laughs> bike. Forget that. Wait, you could do away with this? Yeah, like, bike. some machines. Like, so, yeah, get that out of here. I like the assault bike at times, but... Yeah. So uh, does it ever get easier, the assault bike? Like the more um, you train for it or? 
No, I don't think it's easier. Well, I mean, I guess you just get better at it. Yeah. Or like more confident or just kind of like, like I know if there's like 15 calories, I know what pace I need to be hitting or like you don't just like go out too fast, you know? Okay. But it doesn't get easier. That's for sure. That's the thing with CrossFit. It never gets easier. Right. You just get better. Yeah. You just, I guess your bar, you raise your own bar. Yeah, exactly. You keep pushing that. I think that's the coolest part. And that's why like what keeps me coming back and being in it for so long is like, there's always something to get better at. You can always get better at literally everything. Like even your best movement can get better. Yeah. So, is there a place that, um, like the, for your favorite place to compete? Mm. Is there a place that just stands out? You're like, I love going here. I always feel good when I go. Yeah. I mean, like one of my favorite competitions is called Wadapalooza. It's just a super fun environment because it's in Miami and it's in January or February, which is typically like really cold it in sucks Tulsa. Here, yeah. it? <laughs> and so I go to Miami and it's like hot, there's sunshine yeah. and it's outside. It's just like, it's a great atmosphere. That's super fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. From that, I know like being in obviously who doesn't want to go to the beach, but, um, Gan mentioned to me coming up that like you have this cruise that you guys do. Yeah. So how was that? Like, what was the first time you that, that was so much fun. Um, <laughs> the first one was uh, like right after Wadapalooza, like two years ago, I think. Um, and it was a blast. We like just got on a cruise with all of our friends and like we got on on Monday and then got off on Thursday. But it was just like, like all my fitness friends, we hung out, we worked out and like, yeah. It's just like what a cruise for, for CrossFit yeah. and just going to like go. I mean, I still ride. got in a lot of my training and it was like on a boat in the sunshine. And <laughs> in the middle of the like, ocean. There were tons of rowers and bikes and like pretty much everything you could ask for except for barbells, which is funny because I actually didn't even know there weren't going to be barbells, but it totally makes sense because the boat was moving. Like you can't have like full yeah. on barbells, but. It does. Yeah. Yeah. kind of. So like I've been on a cruise with some friends and I'm, and I'm telling Mike, I'm like, I've like I said, I've followed you for a little while. Mm-hmm. So I like see on your story and stuff, you guys are like rowing and working out on this yeah. cruise ship. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, it's, it's like, like the best cruise ever for someone who loves going to the gym. Yeah, it is so fun. Honestly, yeah. like it's a great time. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that like people speak about, especially in CrossFit, I think it comes across more in CrossFit than any other sport is like the mental aspect of mm-hmm. it. Right. Cause when you look at the board or when you go into the marathon row, you're like, I have to row for 26 miles. Like, yeah how do you, like mental ability how do you get through that you know like a workout that you're really not looking forward to or even if it's a day that you just like oh, i just want to stay in bed yeah like what kind of keeps you going is it like do you have a ritual for it like i mean like days that i just want to stay in bed it's just more of like having a strict routine and having discipline about it like i know that i have to go do this because i have goals to accomplish mm-hmm. um i think that's like how i can get out of bed but then like going into a workout like the marathon row Um, I don't know. I just like, it sounds weird, but sometimes I'll like fractionalize workouts. And so like once I was like 30 minutes in, I'm like, okay, I'm a sixth of the way done. Like we can get through this. And so I don't know, just kind of like always having something to look forward to. Like, like for me, it's like passing a certain marker, like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're halfway there. Like if you've already done this like you can do this again one more time. So yeah. I think that's kind of how I got through like three and a half hours of rowing. Just kind of setting smaller goals within mm-hmm. that initial. Cause like you said, yeah. when you look at that, you're like, I have to, that's a huge task. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of have to like look at one thing at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you're still like your love for, for doing CrossFit keeps you getting up every morning. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I don't want to do this. We're like, I 
I do it because I love doing yeah. it. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's definitely days that like you're just tired and I mean, you do want to stay in bed sometimes, yeah. but, um, I think the hardest part is getting started because once even I start my workout or my, my warm up, it's like, I don't feel like I want to stay in bed anymore. It's just the, like getting started. Yeah. That initial like get yeah. out of bed. That's when it starts. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I kind of like the, some of the videos that are up, um, you know, of you doing the, the, the most recent workouts for the games, uh, there was one, like you say, you know, I usually recover within one minute. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I've been on the floor for 10 minutes. Yeah. The first open workout, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, gang, what was that like for you? Cause I know you've done it, it as well. It, yeah. It was, that bad. was bad. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so like every open, there's always like one really hard workout and it's always like the very last one, okay. which is always like like thrusters and burpees or rowing or yeah. something. And so that first workout literally felt like the week five workout. And it was just like so hard to like start with. Yeah. So I think like you kind of get used to how painful open workouts are as you go through the open. So mm -hmm. like by week five, you're like expecting it. But like week one was just brutal to start with. Yeah. So. That, that was, was yeah. very rude, bad. Rude awakening. Yes, what was for like, sure. Welcome. What was your <laughs> yeah. What was your time? I don't even know. I need to look. It was for you oh, counted you your. He knows. He does not want to pull this up right now. There is no talk way. about numbers. Yeah. That's not what this is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm just like. I think it'd be very valuable for everyone listening to to think. You know, you're you're an athlete. You're very good at what you do. However, you're not at the level that Brooke is at. Absolutely right? not. So like, I want I want to I want to figure out for everyone listening and people watching that like. For someone who does CrossFit and works full time and, you know, you feel that you're good at it, like what, how far away are you? Because as a golfer, right, you know, we play golf, like I right. can shoot 65 or whatever and you see people on tour doing it. But, you know, we know how good they really are, right? Because we're in it. But average golfers don't. So I want to know what someone, you know, someone's listening <laughs> who might just want to just get into CrossFit or the people who are in here today, you know, we're at T-Town in Tulsa, they were working out. How far away are they that work every day to a star athlete like Brooke. So I want to know your numbers compared to Brooke so we can like justify that, right? I'll, okay, I'll try and get it pulled up. <laughs> I'll pull up my app. But it, it, I would say like the biggest difference is, um, you know, I mean, I can do, I've been doing it for five years. So like I can do like all the skills, figured out how to handstand walk, figured out how to, you know, ring muscle ups, all, you know, more of the harder stuff. But I mean, they're doing it on such a larger scale. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much more volume. I mean, it wouldn't even be close between me and Brooke on some of these workouts because she would just be able to do, like, a workout three times by the time I got to only do it once, like, yeah. complete it once. Something with, I mean, so it's just um, the capacity that they take on. I mean, their endurance is so much better. Um, you know, she's talking about sleep and all of this re recovery right. yeah. stuff going on. I mean, like she can just bounce back from like what would hurt me and like break my body down. Like she could probably just like bounce right back. Down. <laughs> okay. So it's just, I mean. He really doesn't want to look at these numbers, does he? He put his phone <laughs> down in the middle of that. I can see it's not working. It's no, not, it's fine. His phone's you. conveniently Maybe turn died. it on airplane mode. <laughs> oh, yeah. What I numbers think, well, are you talking about? I, I want just the 20.1 the, the workout, whatever. Like, what are you, you know, numbers compared? What was your time? Yeah, oh, time. There we go, time. I want to see, like. Man, I did not do good in this open either. <laughs> <laughs> I did so bad. I, all right, 20.1, here it is. Okay. Well, I clicked on the workout. Hold on. 
Brooke, what was your time for that? 845. 845. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't complete all the rounds. I think I had like, was it 20 rounds? It was 10 rounds. 10 rounds. 10 rounds, eight snatches and 10 bar facing burpees. Yeah, I was. So I didn't even finish all 10 rounds. Okay. I think I got like eight or nine. Do you have like a limit of time? You have to finish it. Yeah. So there was a time cap of 15 minutes. Okay. So like whatever you didn't get after 15 minutes. So you were like, Gan, you were pretty close to that saying twice in pretty much twice in the same that's (laughs) i mean i'm I'm telling you that's pretty good i i don't even want to know what i would be i would probably get three (laughs) maybe four maybe one two rounds done anyway um let's go away from crossfit a little bit um from following you on social media you are a huge fan of dogs yes and i think dogs and crossfit go together right because every person i follow on crossfit has a dog in the gym it is true yeah do you have a dog yet no, I don't have a dog. Um, I just travel too much, uh-huh. and I just think it would be like, like I would love to have one, but I, I don't really have time for that kind of responsibility right now. So yeah. I just like love to hang out with any dogs that I can get my hands on. If you were to get one, and when you do get around to it, what dog are you getting? I really want a golden doodle, but I feel like everyone has a golden I have two. doodle. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I kind of want two, like yeah. one mini golden doodle and then one huge golden doodle. That's kind doodle. of what we have. Yeah. I think it would be so cute. They're like best friends. They are the best things ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely the best dogs by far. And they don't shed. It's awesome. Yeah, that's exactly why I can't do the shedding. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to. We have a question from, uh, from, from Instagram from Miles Finch. Uh, and it says Are there any behind the scenes bets or drama going on at the games? No, like there truly aren't. Okay. Like Everyone's not on like the girl's side on. at least that I know about. Yeah. No one really bets on anything. I know that there's like a little bit more trash talk on the guy's side, but it's all in like good fun. Like that comes with it though, yeah. right? Like that's natural. Yeah. Uh, another question is from Layla Cowhig that asks, what is your skincare routine like before and after training <laughs> sessions? Because she doesn't want to go pick up her daughter or go wherever it is after working out looking like she's just got out of the shower. I mean, to be completely honest, I don't wear any makeup when I'm training. If I'm doing like a photo shoot or a video shoot, like I will put on makeup. So like, um, I think like just don't put very much on like Mm -hmm. waterproof mascara. And then like after the workout, I always do like, if I don't want to wash my hair, then I'll take a body shower like right afterwards. I think that's important so that you can get all like the sweat off your skin. And so I really don't have like a... Mm-hmm. specific like makeup or skincare it's just that's fair enough and then like i mean i've watched a couple of videos like you and i can't remember who it was but you dropped in to see a crossfit gym and surprised these people yeah. doing a workout like what's that like how's that been is there any been i'm sure it's a great experience to see people who like truly look up to you and it makes you feel great and pushes you more yeah to do what it's you super do. cool to do that when people don't know about it right just because like well one thing is like people don't come just to see you they come to like work out and so that's really cool that they're like already there for just Mm -hmm. for a workout and then I mean like surprising people like it's so cool like it's just a really that's a fun part of what we do has there been any kind of like really weird experiences that just kind of fans like really geeking out about you like idolize I mean is there anything like that yeah I mean like there's been fans that like cry sometimes and like like I'm super honored, but like it's just crazy to think that someone will cry like yeah. over meeting me. It's just mind blowing. And then like I know, like I've had fans send me like tattoos of me I on heard them. About that. Yeah, that's, that's borderline weird. Yeah, I mean and it's like, awesome, but it's I also weird. I kind of like justify it as like they just want like a strong girl on their arm. Yeah, so, it like, means a lot to yeah, them. Yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. But like it is weird, but I also think it's like 
pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, isn't it? It's like, I'm yeah. kind of like at that level that someone like, I mean, you know, football yeah, players get a bronze statue, right? You get a tattoo. Someone me on their yeah. arm. I mean, someone idolizes you like that much. Yeah. Something. I'm like, you that's know? like, some people think it's weird. I think like, I think that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Um, I know we touched on nutrition a little bit, but I want to ask, uh, I know like, you know, plant-based is very big right now, mm-hmm. um, with the Game Changers documentary coming out based on more ath- athletes and then a lot of other kind of like documentaries about that saying that it's healthy, it's not healthy. There's so much kind of like noise out there about this. What is it like at a professional level? You know, you've got your coaches around you, you've the best people around you for you to perform the way that you do, you do. You know, what is it like in your world with all that noise that's going on? Because people on the ground, they watch Netflix and they're like, oh, I'm going to become a vegan because, you know, by eating a slice of bacon, I could die. Yeah, to be completely honest, I have not even watched the documentary. I've just Mm -hmm. like heard about it. And I do want to watch it just to see like what people are like talking Mm -hmm. about. But I also like don't want to watch it and then be like want to become a vegan yeah. just because like I've, I've been playing with my nutrition for like three and a half years and I know it works best for me. I mean, I haven't tried the vegan route, so I can't say mm-hmm. that like I've done it, but, um, I don't know. I just kind of think like, I know what works for me. So I'm going to continue yeah. doing that. And like, I think the biggest part of like that movie is like, people just need to eat more vegetables. Yeah. It's not that you I need to completely you. cut out meat. It's like, just make sure that you're getting a variety mm-hmm. of a lot of vegetables and you don't have to yeah. like go crazy about it. And that's kind of what like, and every every time I, I watch a documentary, I'm always like, who's spawned, who's the money behind this mm-hmm. documentary, right? Because yeah. they're always pushing it from that. But also, like you said, and it says in the documentary, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. So everyone, you could have a different, you definitely have a yeah. different diet to what would make me perform, what would make Gan perform. Yeah, you know, like, like that everybody's might work for different. other people, you know. Yeah. But, but I think you hit the nail on the head by saying it. the, only, the main focus is like, just eat more good food. And yeah. it kind of shows to you, you know, this is what happens when you eat really bad food, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to like take it to the extremes. Yeah. I think that they do, but just but there's nothing like out there, you know, like in your kind of field and you know elite athletes saying that like you should do this because it's going to make you perform better. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I know that there are like probably I can think of like three or four that have like gone that route, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's not something that I'm like super into. Um, you know, I'm going to completely change this as well, like. We're in Tulsa. This is home now to you. Do you see yourself living here all the time, forever? Um, honestly, no. I really love it here, but um, because you've been I here think, quite a while now. Um, I've been here for a year and a half. Um, I'll definitely stay here until the next games, like because I just like have a good routine uh-huh. and I like love training here. But eventually, um, my twin sister she lives in Memphis, and so she's kind of trying to. Which is close, like seven hours drive. Yeah, or six I think it's about drive. six hours it's, yeah, drive. It's great. But, like, we want to eventually live together again. So we've kind yeah. of, like, talked about moving somewhere. Like, we've talked about maybe Denver, Colorado, or Nashville. Okay. So, I don't know. I've also been, like, just trying to get her to come here. So Just to, just to see what it's like? Yeah. I mean, like, we both love Tulsa. We lived here. We grew yeah. up here some. And so uh, I think it would be fun for her to come here. But then I also think about, like... I can live wherever I want. So I don't necessarily like have to stay here. Right. So if, cause I know Gam was talking to this on the, on when, we, when we were on the way up saying that like, it's different, you know, people are, were at a disadvantage before they changed the new system with the CrossFit. If you lived in wherever you were from. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if there was somewhere that you could live that it wouldn't matter working out, whatever it is, like, where would that be? Um, well, I really like California. Mm-hmm. I think that's like up there. I wouldn't leave like the United States cause I just like, I like it here. Um, 
but I really wanted to live in California for a while. It's just like the taxes suck and it's expensive. <laughs> it's yeah. super but, cheap to be here right now, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Like, um, but I don't know. Big one is Denver, Colorado. I really yeah. like it there. The only thing that I'm kind of like struggling with, and I haven't really like even started to look into it, just like a thought, is like if training at elevation would be beneficial like all the time. Because okay. I've kind of like tossed around the idea that like you can only go so hard at that intensity. And I feel like you can go like harder at a yeah. like sea level. I don't know. It's something I need to look into, but it's just like, yeah. I don't know if that would be the best place to live. So, okay. That's interesting. I mean, like worth a try. And like I said, you have the time if you want to go and the ability, you want to go spend six weeks and do a training camp somewhere else, mm -hmm. then, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, and I know, uh, Gan, do you have anything on the list that you want to throw Man, in before we get done? Just maybe one more, like, um, do you have any heroes, Brooke? Like, who's your hero? Who would you say, like... It's funny. I honestly, like, used to look up... I mean, I still do look up to them, but, like, Camilla Blanc, she was a big one. Um, she was actually, like, probably one of my favorite CrossFit ever. It's funny. We have, like, a picture from, like, 2013 of, like, when I fangirled and asked her for a picture. <laughs> yeah. And so we, like, joke about that all the time. But she was a big one. And then, like, even, like, just getting to train with Katrin all the time. It's, right. like, really cool. I think I just have, like... So much respect for a lot of the people in the sport. Right. Yeah. And you, so it's like where you're at now has allowed you to like look at those veterans that have like kind of paved the way for CrossFit yeah. and stuff. That's super cool that you know them too. Yeah. Right. I know. It's crazy to think that like I used to like fangirl over them and now like call them some of my best friends. Right. So yeah. Super cool. Really when, cool. is there anyone else like outside of CrossFit that you like the last time you super fangirled out about somebody? Hmm. Can't really like put a finger no. on anyone. Just because, like, you know, like when we go to golf events or whatever, we see someone who, like, oh, you know, it's Tiger Woods or whoever it is. Oh like, yeah, I is mean, I just that, like or a celebrity or someone you might have seen on TV or a movie that you were like. Oh, yeah, gosh, I think I just have like, so much respect for like all athletes. Honestly, yeah. it's like it's incredible to me. I know how hard or how like much work goes into everything. Uh -huh. So it's like just really cool to meet anyone that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. good at what they do. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, but I want to finish up with this one. I know you don't really like getting asked this question, but what's next, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to preface this by saying you're really, you're still young. You have, you know, if everything works out well, Gan was saying that people are still doing, Gan's, you know, in his thirties, people are doing CrossFit way into their thirties. Yeah. You have plenty of time left in CrossFit. Mm -hmm. What would you like to do after CrossFit? Like, I know you have a business degree. That's, you know, the reason you went to school yeah. is to figure out life after CrossFit. Um, do you think of doing, you know, like a, doing a video, doing a vlog, doing, having a YouTube channel, writing a book? Like, what, is there any idea? Has yeah. people come to you with that and asked you I kind mean, of... I feel like I've actually thought about all those things. It's like, um, I'll probably be in CrossFit for at least another five years. Like, yeah. that's the plan. And as long as, like, my body holds up. It's mm -hmm. funny. People are like, you're so young. You can do this forever. And I'm like, no, like, you don't understand. My body has been to five <laughs> CrossFit games. Like, yeah. it feels like I'm 35. But, right. um... Like afterwards, um, I would like to continue traveling. I've even talked to like Noble about mm -hmm. like wanting to work for them and like travel for them. Yeah. Um, just work for companies that I already work for. Um, kind and of then, speaking and stuff like that. Yeah, doing, I like, yeah. I think that's something I need to get better at, but I would like to like go speak to people and like, I mean, eventually I would like to write a book. Um, Maybe I've thought about doing vlogs. I just like don't really want to learn how to edit yeah, yet. And I'm, so, I'm the same way. I think if yeah. I could pay someone to just follow me around and take care yeah, of it, that I would like, be awesome. Like when I'm around people that do vlogs and they do it all the time, I just don't really feel like it's kind of uncomfortable to always have a laptop. camera there. Yeah. So I don't want to like be like that. I would maybe do a vlog like 
not very often, maybe like yeah. one a month or something like a like travel that. thing, right? Yeah. You, could, you know, like, mm -hmm. or you could have done a behind the scenes for the the noble thing. Probably yeah. Kind of. Like so if I did really something cool. like that, and it's also like if I'm gonna do that, I want them to be like good, and so right. it's like. It's, it's going to take a long time for anything yeah. to happen. I think that, that would be really <clears> cool because also I think, you know, and, you, and you're big into, the, you know, the reason that you do CrossFit and the reason that you love doing it is not because you like working out a lot. Obviously, it's a huge part, but, you know, you're a role model to all mm -hmm. these young girls and guys that are growing up and mothers and everyone. Like, you inspire a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that would definitely benefit people seeing the in, the, the, side, the other side of you, right? Not just, oh, this is her working out on yeah. video or at games or in an interview. I like, totally agree. I think know, that would be really cool. this is the other side cool. of things. Like, you going out to grab coffee with friends or whatever it is yeah. but then also or, you know hey all the girls are going out great I'll be there but I'm not drinking I'm gonna yeah. work out tomorrow you know just kind of things like that let, yeah, let people in a little bit mm -hmm. that would be cool that's why like one reason I'm really thankful for like the videos that Noble mm -hmm. put out and like other like videos just out there so yeah so maybe I should start some of my own maybe yeah. I'll take credit for that <laughs> <laughs> awesome well um is there anything else you want to say to anyone listening just to kind of close uh, I think you guys covered a lot. Yeah. We're doing good. Okay. No. I'm going to just quickly look through some things just to make sure I didn't cover okay. anything. Oh, actually, no, there is one thing I want to cover. Um, I want to ask, Sundays is a big day off for you. Mm -hmm. And I know faith is a huge part of your life. Yeah. How has faith impacted your workouts and what you do? And just as it helped you mentally, just kind of, you know, being... Um, you know, just on your journey and stuff like that. Like how, how does that work out? How does that yeah, play for that? sure. Um, it's like, it's kind of like when I'm not doing well in a workout or not doing like just mm -hmm. well overall, it's like, there's so much more to like working out and it just, I don't know. I just pray every single time before I work out. And mm -hmm. like, it's just like great to read the Bible and like get away from working out at times. And yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's just, I mean, that's a big part of mm -hmm. I know, Gan, you have a, you're, you're reading a devotional book right now. Is that right? Well, you um, have been. I have a daily devotional. A daily, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, um, it's a oh, New Morning Mercies. Mm. It's really good. But, um, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, but yeah, it definitely just gets your mind right for the day. And, yeah, that's you know, what I do is in the morning. Right. I read, like, something, like, even just a page of something. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it just, like, gets your day going right and, like, just reminds you that there's so much more than, yeah. just, than just training this. every day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, like, thank you so much for, you know, taking time out of your day off to hang out with us and you know, record. And I know you don't do a lot of podcasts. We really, mm -hmm. really appreciate you coming on and yeah, no love problem. that you're in Oklahoma. I love that you love it here. And, you know, I'm sure everyone at T-Town loves you coming in and, and especially having you associated with the gym. Um, so yeah, I want to thank you for that. Thank Gan for coming on. Uh, I know he's loved every second of oh, this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how can, what's your Instagram? How can people follow you? Um, it's at Brooke Wells with an extra S. Because Brooke Wells was already taken. Yes, okay. and I asked her for it. She <laughs> asked really? me for like $10,000, and I was like, no, you can have it. Oh, uh, yeah. Said, yeah. So, Dang. I know. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, if you went back and asked her, now it would be 20000 She's yeah, going to just she keep asking she literally will not give it to me. Damn. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm Brooke She's Wells. She's probably gaining followers thinking like, you know, like <laughs> people following her thinking Across it's the you. Games did like used to tag the wrong one oh, in all the no. time. Oh, but oh, well. Whatever. I'm glad they got it right. Yeah. Um, but no, thanks so much for this. Really looking forward to, uh, you know, to everything that you, you're going to be doing in 2020. And, and like I said, you're still young. So wish you all Thank the best you. of the future and wish you stay, you know, injury free and come can't wait to see you up there in uh, it's October, right? Next games. It's in August. August, yeah. so yeah. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, me and Gan might be able to make it down there. Ooh, Maybe cool. I'll be doing CrossFit yeah. by then. We'll yeah. see. So um, yeah, thanks everyone. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. I will catch you next episode. Cheers.
Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.